0: Hey guys and welcome to the LMF Mindset Podcast. I am your host Lucy, better known as Little Misfit and I am here to give you my mindset motivation tips, guide you into a growth mindset and share with you any of the best tips I can find in optimizing your mental and physical health. Enjoy this episode guys. Today I am with Hannah. She is a good friend of mine and another fellow NFM ambassador. Um, she's actually somebody that I look up to quite a lot because I have a busy schedule, but my days she takes the award for the industry because <laughs> she's full time worker, full time nur- uh, nurse, full time nurse, full time student, full time mum. And she still makes time to compete, prep, train and work on herself, which is just crazy. Absolutely crazy. So when people say that they don't have time, I think Hannah could say a, a few words about that. <laughs> um, but Hannah, do you want to just say a hi and hello and a wee introduce, introduction to yourself? yeah of course hi so i'm hannah
1: and um, i like to think i am a jack of all trades master of none i think some say so yeah um i work for the nhs uh, i'm a full-time student as well i have two lovely boys who are the bane of my life but they are beautiful um i competed last year twice with pca in bikini trained and i've just started prepping for
0: this year so a little bit of a uh, everything really and of course like I could forget you're also an entrepreneur now yes also, <laughs> also
1: part-time baker as well threw that into the mixer just to add a honestly. bit more bit more on my plate yeah.
0: yeah like honestly I've like don't get me wrong like obviously I've got a busy schedule but I do not know how you manage to get through all of that in a day it is no. crazy
1: yeah, I mean, I think I kind of forgot about the baking bit there because that was actually the enjoyment part of my day. <laughs> so yeah. like, oh, that's not that's not work. That's hobby. That's fine. Until it was 16 hours a day stood up at my oven. Then I was like, yeah, this is hard graft. So
0: yeah, one thing after another. Hey. Yeah, it's it's insane. So the first question I've actually got is, how did you get into competing? Because your sort of your your work side of things and your education is completely different um which i love so what would how would you say that you got into competing i think
1: i fell into it in all honesty um so i'm quite i'm gonna say i'm old i'm i'm not old but in terms of competing I, i am pretty old to start so i'll be 30 soon um never really had much interest in competing it never kind of crossed my mind um i have always kind of had a coach the past mm, four five six years on and off um but it's when I actually went to Jan um he was like you know you, you could do it you could compete and I was like no not me I couldn't compete um but Jan obviously saw the saw the end result that we could get um I didn't really even know much about competing. It's only because I fell into that line of work. Uh, once I'd had my first son, so we're going back nine years ago, uh, I got a part-time job at Fitness First as a receptionist. Okay. Um, and that's when I kind of started going to the gym. And I say going to the gym. I mean spending an hour and a half a day walking on a treadmill or going yeah. on the stairs going to the gym. Yeah, um, As got start. <laughs> exactly. So I was one of those. I mean, I remember I used to, I used to live across from the gym. I used to walk out of my apartment, and if I saw somebody on the—do you remember the old-fashioned stair mills, not the stair masses, just the the step yes. the stairs? Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I saw someone on it through the window, I wouldn't even cross the road and go into the gym. I'll go back into my house and wait half an hour until it was free. So sort of like really? that's what I used to do. Uh, but then I got my um, level two uh, fitness qualification through work, and then I started doing kind of just. Uh, introductions to the gym and things like that Um yeah. then I off my own back I was a sa- well I, I moved to sales manager at my uh, local gym and off the back of that I got a personal training qualification um, okay. so I did that um didn't PT for long maybe two or three months it just wasn't suitable with with the kids um, yeah. the hours and things because there's only little um, but then I started taking my own training a bit more seriously. I had a bit more of a background knowledge of it. Um, but it wasn't until I was 25 or 6 that I okay. actually thought, you know, what I want to do is more health-focused than fitness-focused. Because I was more interested in yeah. food and nutrition and, you know, um, eating behaviours and public health than I was actual PTing. Um I kind of liked more... Nurturing side of it, then the physical yeah. lift this, put that down. So then I went yeah. to uni and did health and human
0: science, and that's amazing. That. That's amazing. What a journey. I
1: know, yeah. I know, yeah. And to say, I, you know, when 16-year-old me, I did my A levels in media, drama, and English literature. So it's a complete turnaround.
0: But there I know, it's, it's amazing when you think back, isn't it? Because I'm kind yeah. of the same. Like when I was at school, I wanted to do film editing for trailers, yeah. um, and or I wanted to do something with art. And yeah. now I'm, well, technically I'm still creative because I'm still got I'm a, a dog groomer and a competitor and a mindset coach. Like it's, yeah, just yeah, jack of all trades, as you say, jack exactly. of all
1: trades.
0: Yeah, keeps life interesting, I would say, and so when did you first decide right okay with all of this that's going on I want to try bodybuilding because you said that you got into the whole PT side of things and then you just like obviously you decided you wanted to go to health was it just more what was it more like a like a progression thing at first and then you Uh, got it I don't know if it
1: answers the question but there's two sides really um when I decided I wanted to get more into health and not just fitness yeah more when I learned about myself because I used fitness and being fit in the gym as an excuse a lot of the time or I use it as an escape from any actual uh, emotional issues that I had um common yeah, so I mean I used to go to the gym and I used to portray this, oh I love being fit, I love moving my body, I love this and in all honesty I just didn't like who I was and at the time I just wanted to change who I was, um, yeah. which is sad yeah. but I think a lot of young girls go through the same thing, I mean I had two small children really young, I didn't really know who I was as a person and my main goal was to, to look nice let's say, so I thought I'll feel nice yeah. But it's only when you look nice and realize, you know what, I'm still really ugly on the inside. It's not because I'm a bad person. It's just yeah. I had so much mm, So many yeah, I had so much work still to do that external yeah, on my mindset and my actual health because I was even though I was at the gym every day, I was so unhealthy in my behaviours. I ate so clean and so to the tea, but equally I under it, I was malnourished, I had problems with my kidneys. Um, I was iron deficient because what I thought was health and going to the gym and lifting a couple of weights I was just doing more harm than good and yeah I just thought in my head you know if I can help one person whether they be overweight underweight you know that's what I need to do because I wish somebody would have done that for me and it would have saved me probably 10 years of pure misery you
0: know yeah 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 so with everything that you've had going on and with the sort of let's kind of dive further in because this is like a topic I did say that I kind of wanted to dive into was the whole eating side of things for you because I know it's an issue you've had I know it's an issue you still sometimes struggle with yeah Um, where do you think that let's kind of dive further in because this is like a topic I did say that I kind of wanted to dive into was the whole eating side of things for you because I know it's an issue you've had I know it's an issue you still sometimes struggle with
1: yeah
0: and where do you think that stems from and do you think the stressful lifestyle you have maybe you have or you still has something to do with it like do you think it's a stress thing or do you think it's a comfort thing or I and maybe you want to tell a little bit about what like what the eating issue is for you it's bizarre because it's
1: it's it's stress and comfort um because my eating problem started when i was probably 18 and i'm not going to dive you know divulge into various different eating disorders cause i don't want to oh, i don't want to obviously air them and anyone else think it's acceptable or think it's you know it's normal it's not um summarize i struggled with various different eating disorders in different forms from being 17 up until I was still struggling with them probably two years ago and and still there's still tendencies to this day where you know I mean I went from when I was 17 I was a size 18 clothes wise
0: yeah
1: Um, and I think it's when I got my first job that I just and it was as straightforward as I woke up one morning and thought I'm not going to have anything to eat today. And I'll always remember that day as clear as anything because I had one cherry tomato and a laughing cow cheese triangle spread all day. And I thought, boom, smashed it, you know, and I lost a lot of weight so quickly, so quickly, but it's so addictive. It's like anything else. And if you're that type of personality where, you know, you pick up things like that and you run with it. And then once you start, you just don't stop. And I'm the type of personality that has to be doing something constantly I have, to yeah. be busy. I have to have, to you know, so it was quite easy for me to think, yeah, this, this is great. This, you know, this is, this is me now. Um, so I struggled with that, but at the time it was, it was fine. It was normal. Obviously I've learned now that all my family and my friends, you know, they all knew what was happening, even though me blissfully unaware, I thought, you know, no one's got a clue what's happening here. They just think I'm being really healthy and they all yeah. obviously knew. Um, and then I got pregnant with Harry when I was 19
0: okay
1: and then I was like oh free rain, you know I'm gonna eat whatever I like do whatever I like uh, I'm pregnant I'm eating for two and hell did I put some weight on I, I put so much weight on um but I was really good with my eating whilst I was having him um yeah and when he was born I thought right rain in again so lost a lot of weight I was probably smaller after Harry than I was before having him Wow. um but then I had Bobby the year after now with bobby i had in my head i was going to eat well so i ate quite healthily with him and i didn't actually put any weight on um yeah. whilst i was having him but what i found with bobby is my body composition changed a lot so i was a different shape afterwards and that sent me on a little bit of a spiral again so even though i wasn't not eating i may have ate and ate done other undesirable things <laughs> afterwards yeah. um and I think it took until probably about three years, four years ago, maybe I had a coach called Dan Luke. I don't know if you've heard of him back yeah. in the day. And he does a lot of um He coaches a lot of PTs now. But back in the day, he did a lot of um, online clients and okay. he gave me a food plan. and I was like, I will never, ever in my life follow this food plan because there is so much food. And because it was my first time of being accountable to anybody, so uh, yeah. doing check-ins and things, I was kind of happy to eat it. And then he'll give me more food and I'll eat more food. And I was like, oh, my God, this can actually, I, I can eat and be a normal person. And yeah, I can, you know, I can manage this. And, and that's kind of where my relationship got better with food. But that's good. I, I still, I, I still never looked at food as for enjoyment. It was more... function so I'll eat this and I can train this way and yeah if I train I can have my cereal and xyz and you know I still have a bit of that mindset now not as much but you know it still comes in and out fleeting um but more recently obviously with stress with uni with work with kids it does especially I pulled out of my last competition in the back end of last year, so I pulled out of the NFL yeah, yeah. finals. And it's strange because my whole prep I worked so hard, I'd done so well. I'd done two competitions, placed first and third, um, smashing it wasn't an issue. Post comp not an issue. Did a binge, had a few meals, enjoyed myself, and then it's kind of I went back to uni and something just bothered me, and I don't know if it's because I was so busy or because I'd wound myself up so much. Because I was so emotionally heightened, I just thought, uh you know, I'll just have this extra, so maybe I'll have something a little bit off plan. And then the next day, mentally, I was like, right, okay, you had that off plan yesterday, so don't eat this today. Yeah. And I kind of got stuck in a little bit of a cycle. And I'm, I mean, my coach will <laughs> say as well as I, I couldn't stick to plan. I just, I just couldn't. And it was a case that I was eating. What I should have been eating one day, and then I'd feel guilty about it the next day because I'd like have a have a muffin or a cookie pre yeah. or post workout, and I was like, I've not worked hard enough to deserve that, so I'll eat less food tomorrow. But then yeah. I was even hungrier the next day, so then, then I'll eat then more food I- again. And the emotional attachment to food was just, you know, it was just overwhelming. So it was time to take a step back and be like, do you know what? No, I need to gather myself again before I can yeah. even think about competing in any way.
0: Yeah yeah and I mean it takes a big person to especially people underestimate the emotional attachment a bodybuilder has to the it, it it's not about anybody else but the accountability to ourselves when we say we're going to do something if we yeah. don't know that it is a massive blow to ourselves yeah. because yeah we are this we are extreme people and we do not take Like <laughs> yeah. right. I mean I was mm-hmm.
1: it, it's I was so I remember having the conversation and I was I'm so so disappointed in myself um and you're a worst critic I mean one of my big things and I did it right right up until my first prep I always used to wake up in the night and, and nibble on things so it'll be protein bottle gherkin or something small and even leading up to this prep I've only started four days ago but I said to my best friend straight out I was like look the first night I wake up walk downstairs look in my cupboards and eat something whether it be a piece of cucumber or half a pot of sugar-free jelly the second I do that I'm not mentally ready to prep and I will pull myself straight out of competition yeah and I'll just live my life as a normal (laughs) person eating whatever I want when I fancy it for as long as it takes until I can get my head in the right place and that's my promise to myself because I cannot put myself through the misery that I went through the back end of last year yeah
0: can't do it yeah because I mean the thing is like and this is something I was actually chatting about to my business mentor this morning actually because it was my last meeting with him for like my own like my other business and um we were sitting having the conversation and I was just talking to you about this before about me competing this year Yeah. And now I've not stepped on stage since May last year. So it's been a fair while for me already. Um and I have full intentions to compete either July or September this year. However, I have three goals for the next five years, none of which involve competing. So I need to ask myself, like, I've got health things I'm needing to deal with first yeah if I feel the competing is going to set me back then it's I need to take a step back exactly. the stage is not be there and at the end of the day taking yourself away from the stage does not take away the fact that you're a bodybuilder a bodybuilder does not need to step on stage and I think it's so important that it doesn't dictate your worth as well you know so many people
1: and I mean, it, it seems such a rush for everyone to get on stage. And when you're on stage, it's not just that anymore. I mean, I had a rant about this on, on Instagram. and People laugh at my little stories that crop up every now and again. But I have to air it. It's just, even now, it's not just a competition to get on stage. It's not just a competition when you are on stage. But the minute you're off that stage, it's a competition to who's put on this way, who's not put any anyway. People are applauding people for putting on. 10 kilogram post show people are applauding people for not putting on anything post show it's like just let people be it's all all aspects of it just a competition as much as people you know are virtually rubbing each other's backs and saying how well they've done those people don't care for you they don't care if you care for your health yeah most of them they don't they don't care and it's just i think some people need to think about what they're putting out there before they put it out there yeah it's just a scary place to be involved Um, in if you're not in the right health or mental space it's just right
0: it's exactly like that did you see that um cuba guy that put that post up about female competitors on instagram i was like you have hit the nail on the head specifically for female competitors because the issue is the fact that it's such an uprising issue that so many females particularly in bikini categories that are literally running themselves to the ground for six minutes on stage yeah and leaving themselves unable to have a family horrific digestion Mm -hmm. issues probably more health issues underlying that's going to creep up in the future yeah taking no time or accountability or responsibility for that and with coaches that they're not paying, like, exactly as I said to you before, not having a coach who's not paying attention to the detail. Yeah. And it's, it's scary. It's um, scary to see some of these competitors who are going show after show after show after show yeah. and not giving their body a rest. And
1: like, 99% of these competitors are just doing it to mask and an underlying issue, whether that be self-esteem, 100%. confidence, eating disorders. Now, people could easily turn around and say to me, who knew me, say, six, seven years ago and don't know me from the fitness industry, that she only competes because, it, you know, it's to mask the eating disorder that I had. Maybe, yeah. maybe somewhere deep, deep down. It is, maybe subconsciously. I but, you know, I, I love it. And I didn't. you can ask anybody who was with me at either of my two shows, I never took my dressing gown off. I was a nervous wreck. The tanning people forced me on at first timers because I said backstage, I'm like, not going on. I'm not lean off. I'm not ready. And yeah. I, wasn't the ta- I wasn't around backstage posing and prancing in front of the mirrors. I was absolutely shitting myself. So I didn't do it for any form of retention. I did it because it's a goal I feel like I needed to take off. And, you know, I enjoyed it. But it's just, it's frightening the amount of people that are using it now to cover up something else yeah and
0: you the can see these people like, who aren't ready the sport isn't what it used to be no. the sport should the the whole um like don't get me wrong I still think like particularly for for guys they're getting up there to be the best and yeah. for the, some of the females like Erin she does it to be the best yeah and Category, and she will do whatever the hell it takes for that to happen. And those are the sort of people who deserve to be in this sport, exactly. because they're not letting it rock their mentality. They're not letting it rock their personal life, because they've crystallised to themselves and the people in their lives that the priority is for them to be the best. Mm-hmm. But there's still there's a time and a place for prep, and there's a time and a place for family. Yeah, and. and- You've got to have longevity. You you know, I mean,
1: yeah. this girl stepped down stage. I mean, look at Caitlin, in, who's in Jan's team. She is incredible. She's yeah. so young, but she is incredible. Well, yeah, so you, you get, get some 17 year old girls who don't have any muscle mass, who are yeah. starving themselves to show some muscle that yeah. they just don't have. I mean, I did first timers at 29. <laughs> you know, 29, yeah. I had a lot of years behind my back. So it's not something I rushed into yeah these poor girls at 17 18 years old who are just oh it's frightening it's
0: frightening sometimes oh yeah and i mean it is like it's not just an issue in the industry it's an issue full stop
1: and they're they're
0: yeah they're too busy paying attention to people that are slim thinking that they're not slim and that was why like because i've had caitlin obviously on the podcast and she was so refreshing to talk to yeah because she's a girl who's got her head screwed on yeah. She knows what she wants she's not doing it to impress anyone in fact she's kept the majority of her progress under wraps even off yeah. social media yeah. uh, because it's not for attention it's not for fixation or anything other than her personal progression that is what yeah. the sport should be about and that's what exactly. people should be encouraging in the sport that it's at the end of the day bodybuilding is a sport where you build muscle mass if you then want to it's the same as football some people want to go into the Champions leagues but some people just want to play football at the local park with their local team and just enjoy it yeah. there's nothing wrong there is nothing wrong with just enjoying the sport but not wanting to be competitive in the sport and people are getting that like if you just want to build muscle mass you just want to learn about your body and again this is something that i keep pushing on people the amount of competitors who don't want to educate themselves they just listen to a plan listen to the follow instructions and they're not asking the questions why are we doing this why am i eating that why is my body responding this way and the thing is i mean you've got to
1: absolutely love every aspect of it to be involved I mean there were times towards the end of my prep like I've i been going to the gym now for what eight years and I love every session but there was times I think three times towards the end of my last prep I cried on leg day and I said to my best friend I said I just look forward to the day when I walk in this gym and I'm excited for training because at the minute I'm not feeling that and yeah. the first session back after my first competition, I walked in to train legs and I had the biggest grin on my face. and I was like, here we go. This is more like it. But yeah, y- you lose. You do. You do. You find yourself a little bit lost with that. And if if you're not fully committed to it and if you don't love it to begin with, if you're forcing
0: yourself to walk into the gym to train for a competition, yeah. then you should not be competing yeah and I mean the thing is the other thing I I actually had a conversation with my client this morning about this because I've just had a consultation with um, one of my mindset clients and she's not in the industry but she was talking about how she's wanting to be fitter and she's wanting to be healthier so she was going to the gym but she hated it and I was like so why are you in the gym and she said because I want to be fitter and I was like yeah exactly and I was like but why are you in the gym if you hate it and she was like because it's the way to get fit I'm like no no there's active. other ways there's yeah, many okay. ways to get okay. there's many ways to be fit you don't have to follow the trend do some do something active that you're going to stick to do you enjoy yeah. something do you enjoy running do you enjoy walking do you enjoy skipping do you enjoy whatever it is badminton basketball it could be whatever the hell you want it to be so long as you're burning a calorie exactly. you're active. like you're being active. That's,
1: that's exactly what i said when i was pt and i mean people say Oh, I just want to be fair. They don't in the uh, end of the day, if you don't enjoy the gym, you will never get results from the gym. If you don't it's enjoy not. being on a strict meal plan, you will never get results from being on it. If you don't enjoy eating chicken and rice, there is no point spending all day, every day eating chicken and rice. You might as well do
0: what you want to do, move more, eat a little bit less, and end, exactly. end off. Exactly. And I mean that's it. It's just it seems to be the trend now that you've got you've got to go to the gym and lift a weight to lose weight and it's just yeah it drives me crazy a little bit and i mean i'm i'm, I'm talk- i love it as well and it's something that again as a bodybuilder we all go through the whole process of judgment and um, questioning why we're doing it questioning why we're eating what we're eating and you know having to express because i want to because yeah. i it because it's the yeah. life I have chosen I'm not forcing myself I'm not making myself do these things as you said the minute you feel like you're forcing yourself and making yourself you've got that question mark as to why am I still doing it yeah and um, do I need to take a step back is it just a bad day or is it right my body's telling me we need to try something else um and yeah i mean we all go through that process but that if at the very i mean we all don't want to start end of but if you're really saying to yourself i hate this environment don't do it no because i obviously work in the nhs
1: and you know everyone in the nhs has got an opinion on everything and they'll always say to me why are you going to the gym twice a day why did you get up so early to go and do this why did you do that they said look if i didn't go to the gym or you know The gym is the only thing I do on my own for me. I come home and I've got two kids to take to school, bring back from school, take on trips, do the pack-ups, clean the rooms, you know, feed, clothe, and then I've got work and then I've got uni work to do. And that hour, hour and a half, sometimes two hours, depending on my cardio, that I spend at the gym on my own is absolute bliss. It's the only thing sometimes that gets me through a day, knowing I've got that hour. To myself in my own head that i can go and just be me and nobody else
0: yeah exactly and i mean that's the that's the thing that I was actually one of the questions i was going to ask was do you think the gym and the bodybuilding side of things and the structure helps with the stressful lifestyle that you have and maybe because the reason i'm asking this is because the people ask me people in my personal life who again doesn't understand why I trained and why I stuck to a diet why when everyone was out drinking I would drink water why yeah. when I was out having dinner or lunch or whatever I would weigh out my meal and yeah. I and I the reason I said and I said the reason I enjoy it is because from my backstory I didn't have discipline or control yeah. I wasn't taught right yeah wrong I had to kind of learn that on my own and the bodybuilding side of the world and the structure that my coach gave me was teaching me the discipline and control that I needed that I was lacking and that's something that I've now brought into every other aspect of my life and I thank the bodybuilding world so much for and it helped so much and everything every other aspect of my life which was stressful unsettled unstable out of control it just brought that little aspect of i'm in control of this sure. i don't stress about I mean, it i
1: think we come from very similar um kind of experiences in terms of what yeah. we've been through growing up yeah. or, or what we've gone through as we've been you know going into adulthood um yeah i think for me i do have to have structure and i do have to have um set plans and 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 things like that and it just simply just i mean i've always suffered with really bad anxiety and and OCD tendencies which is where i think the eating disorders came into things and the control aspect um so if say for example i mean i go out with my best friend once a week without fail to wear the spoons right and i'll always take my kitchen scale (laughs) i always take my sugar free sauce and at first, everyone used to look at me like, "Oh my god!" But they're so used to me doing it now, they don't even bat an yeah. eye. And I'll okay. sit, and they'll bring my chicken out, and I know it's cooked, and I know how much chicken I need in in that cooked amount to, you know, get it get it right yeah. for my macros and things on my meal plan. I will weigh everything out, and it's completely normal for me. And yeah, I think without the structure of food, gym, everything, I'll just get on top of me. I mean, if it, say for example, if I wasn't if something was out of my control completely like for instance when I was poor before I went away I was in hospital for a week then I was on holiday for two weeks now I got back from that holiday and whilst I was there even my husband and my brother said to me like you're shaking Like, why are you shaking and I looked and held my hand up and I was actually physically shaking and I was like I actually have no idea and at first I was like it's a sugar I'm eating a lot of sugar I'm eating a lot of sugar which I was in fairness but yeah. You know, I was on holiday, I was in America, what do you do? You eat sugar. And I'd just been really, really ill, so I thought, oh, sugar might be affecting me a little bit more than, than usual. When I got back off holiday, I turned around to my husband and straight out, went, do you know what, I feel like I'm on the verge of a really, really bad period of, or, or you know, anxiety attack or, or something yeah. like that. Because that structure had been taken away from me, Yeah. I just fell down a little hole and I was yeah. so not upset with myself but i was so out of routine that the control flared up and, and the anxiety flared up i went straight to the doctors and i was like look this is what's happened this is where i can see it going if i don't get on top of it um yeah. i want you to refer me back to talking therapies and they were like yep sure that's fine offered me all types of medication i'm like no you're all right thank you i'll just take the talking therapy and i think understanding when you need that help as well is, yeah. is so important but without the structure of I know it sounds stupid it's just the gym the gym's the gym but without the gym without structured days without structured plans without uni without work I wouldn't be able to function so I function at such a high level if you get what I mean I have to be so yeah I think if, if you took one aspect out of it so say if I couldn't go to the gym or if I couldn't eat my meals I'll manage to a certain extent but then throwing other variables out just crumble being busy is a blessing and a curse for me yeah and I think it completely depends on your personality type and how you react and then recognizing how you're going to react to a situation I mean
0: the thing is and this is something that I try to express to the people in my life that my gym time is the Equal comparison to their getting home, winding down, and watching their series Telling. on Netflix. Yeah, exactly yeah. that.
1: Like, exactly. Like, so, do you know what? It's. Yeah. Funny I was saying this the other day because my friend's big into series. She watches a lot of series, and she, she absolutely loves it. It's what she likes to do. Yeah. Uh, but you know, she doesn't have kids or anything. She's got the time. She's like, Have you watched this? Have you watched that? Have you watched it I can't remember the last time I watched anything on telly that required any amount of brain power to pay attention to because I've always got something to do. But you know, the minute I sit down to watch telly, my brain goes, "What should you be doing, or what can you yep. be doing to make your time more effective than what you're using it for right now?" Because sitting and watching yep. telly, I am not bettering myself as a person, or I'm not yep. benefiting anything. So I'll go and make some food for tomorrow, or I'll take myself for a walk. I just can't. Yep. But were those highly, um, highly
0: functioning people? I think, aren't we? Those annoying yeah, people. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like. I am not, uh, again, I'm not a sit down, do nothing gal. It just, it doesn't work with me. In fact, being completely honest with this being my podcast, and I'm actually going to be doing an episode on this, like my biggest issue, and it's something that I have learned over the last two months, I would say, I don't know how to relax. I think right. I did, I thought I did, but I don't. And it's something that I, uh, like, I need to practice what I preach because... Yeah. I was good at it for a while and then I think because I got so busy and I'm the same as you I like to be busy but but I bet
1: you tell yourself don't you that when you're at the gym that's you're relaxing it's not but do you tell yourself that because that's what I tell myself Like this is my time to relax no it isn't you're putting stress on your body that's not relaxing but we'll tell ourselves that
0: Yeah, exactly. And I've started doing it's something that I've got that I'm doing with clients um, because it, it, this was actually the last thing I would work on with because I've got a couple of mindset clients now, and it's it was the last thing I was working on, but now it's the first thing I'm working on because it's the toughest, it takes the longest of time, is the easiest thing to do, yet the hardest, and that is taking 10 to 20 minutes out a day just to switch off no technology no distractions no gym no people no nothing go for a walk sit in a bath and literally just be at peace and actually teach your body to relax Mm -hmm. and um, it's something that I like (laughs) my boy Ross laughs at me quite a lot at this because he'll run me a hot bath you're lucky if I sit in that bath for three minutes because I'll get enough you should
1: say that because I used to love having a long bath and watching YouTube so I put it on my yep. iPad I'll put it up have a yep. soap. last night and I've been saying for days to pee I was like I'm having a long bath I'm having a nice long bath I'm having a long bath I got out my Christmas lush bath bomb yesterday I dropped it in I watched it fizz away I sat in that water for all of 35 seconds and I got out and went and milked
0: Yep. so I was like mm, that was a lovely bath what a waste honestly that is that is exactly what i do and this is something that me and ross have been laughing at me for because he's like because i'll go on about how much i'm looking forward to having a bath and you will like i'll go in and exactly the same like i used to love popping like i've got a thing for south park um south park is like my go-to when i don't want to think i'll just yeah. put, i've seen that many episodes that many times in fact i've seen the whole thing that many times that I don't have to think about it. I still get entertained by it. It's just on in the background, and it's just something oh, yeah. for kind of yeah. have a little all bit, bit of Terence and Philip to get you through. Hey. Yeah. Exactly. Just, <laughs> just exactly. Just a little bit of that, and I would like, and he would run me a bath, and I'd go in the bath, and I'd get any like, is that it? <laughs> it's like you've not even finished your episode of South Park, and I was like, yeah, I was like, I just had to get out, and he was like, you need to learn to relax. And it's a bad habit I've got myself into. And it's genuinely because I just do so much. Exactly as you're saying, I'm always asking myself, what else could I be doing with this time? Yeah. Truth is, if I keep going down that path, I'm not going to have a body left to function with. And it's probably why my digestion's been out. It's probably why I ended up sick. It's probably why my cortisol levels are so frigging high. Um, I need to stop. And I need to start practicing what I preach. So that that is now my goal. Um, I sat with my friend Adele um, last night and we sat and ran through um, our life measurement measurement list. I'm actually going to send it over to you because I think um, I've actually sent it over to you before. But we've actually come up with a new part to it, which was actually very interesting. Um, and I think it's useful for everybody to use you know the life measurement that we did
1: was one of the toughest things i have ever done in my whole life because you never
0: because when you still- know what
1: it is look it up honestly it was one of the hard when you were to asking me these questions how would you rate this and that I was like I I have no idea and it really
0: makes you think it makes about you, doesn't who you it? Are, what you give and what you take it's ridiculous yes yeah is it like the life measurement list I do it to all of my clients it's the first thing that I do but we've added a part on to the life measurement list which really kind of helps you answer the question that little bit better Um, and so we sat and did that and I did it for myself and it's amazing how much I learned that the goals that I have in the different areas of my life and the things that I need to work on for like other areas just to get that a little bit easier um I'll actually I'll send it over to you I'll I'll write a little message and I'll send it because it's definitely like I've even sent it to Ross for him to do um like it's it's definitely been an eye-opener um and yeah it just makes all the difference knowing where you're almost lacking and how that's then a domino effect so for me because I'm not taking the time out to relax that's then having the domino effect on my health which is then having a domino effect on not my relationship but the kind of relationship areas and then that's then having an effect onto a long-term goal that I've got yeah and it all starts so
1: stressed. Take a take a yeah. yeah because I was so stressed and then I got really poorly yeah then I went on holiday because I was poorly and then I went on holiday and then my anxiety flared up that's when I just stopped going to uni like the back end of last yeah. semester because something's got to give and I don't know if you're anything like me when things just get to that breaking point that I'll just it's like I'm going it's like I'm at an entrance to five different tunnels and one of them I'll just shut off completely so it's not an option no more and I'll focus on whatever's left, and yeah. I'll try to go back to that tunnel, so yeah, I, you know, I didn't go to uni for, for, for a few months, and I went in and said to them, look, here's the issues, and this is the first thing that's got to give, because I can't exactly turn around and say to my kids, hey, go away, you know, so something's got to give at some point, and it it was that.
0: Yeah, no, the, I am exactly the same, in the sense that me and Ross had a chat, but we've actually been going through this over the last couple of weeks, because as I said, like I've been having a difficult time with processing everything that's been going on because I as you know like last month was very stressful and I like I'm at a point in my life exactly how you were probably feeling before I've had I feel like I've had so many doors close over the last month I've got doors still waiting to be opened, but I'm sitting in this little limbo area, which I'm not used to, because just like you, I am a doer. I it's not a I don't wait, I just get it done. And it's teaching myself to be patient with that and be okay with things aren't happening yet. You know they're to come, but just make do with what you've got at the moment and like be grateful for where you're at and just kind of take on what you can um because I, I kept saying to Ross I need to work on this and he's like Lucy you actually have nothing to work on right now just relax yeah yeah <laughs> uh, but I suppose like I, I kind of want to we're gonna have I think we need to have a couple of episodes I think I might actually um I'm going to be um, popping it into today's podcast anyway So I don't mind mentioning it or not on here that I've got a series coming up With Aaron from Mental Health Muscle Obviously yeah. muscle is now folded, and um, Me and Aaron are going to be doing a series um, Over the coming months That we have one episode a month um, On a list of Topics A few of them I'm going to send over to you Because I think it would be good to have you on a couple of the episodes Because um, oh, yeah. Because one, you're very self-explanatory, and two, you're very relatable because you, you kind of touch most areas, to be honest. Jack of all trades. Yeah, Jack But I think, as I said, I kind of wanted this topic to be on, at, well, to be honest, it's kind of been related to stress, really. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think the, the, the one I want to end off on is for you, where are you at now and because obviously you mentioned before that the minute you feel you are going back into old habits you're going to back off um competing for you right now what are your main goals and do you like do you feel you're back in control with your diet um and what what do you think the straight like if if you were to start getting yeah, yeah. stressed do you think your diet would be the, 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 the part that you see that in so
1: funnily should say that so i've been on prep since friday which is nothing yep. it's what four yep. days yeah already i've not deviated off a of plan once not once not a sniff not nothing but yep. as i've said before the minute i am stressed and the minute I am let's say upset with myself or wound up I know the first thing I'll do and it doesn't seem like a lot to some people but to me it means a lot so the first thing I'll do is I'll walk down because I live in a four-story house bear in mind so my bed is on the top floor right and here's me at two o'clock in the morning getting up going down four flights of stairs so I can eat gherkins and jelly <laughs> I'm like why are you doing this yeah and I know for me it's not about being hungry it's not about restricting food because my coach gives me so much food it comes down to the fact that i am mentally not ready and that's a red flag for me if i cannot stick to a diet where i'm not hungry i'm eating well i'm training well but there's still that part of me that's going downstairs for that old habit of comfort for reaching for food when i can't control something that's stressful or upsetting or bothering me the minute that happens, the minute I know I'm not in the right headspace to be even attempting a prep again, I managed a 16 week prep and then four week afterwards when I did my second show without faltering even once because that's where I wanted to be. And that's the headspace I was in. Now, the like I said, the minute I deviate from plan, that's on me and that's yeah. mentally I'm not in the right place for it. And like I say, it's not because I'm hungry. It's not. It's because... I have to have that old comfort of secretly eating something that I shouldn't be eating to please that little person inside of me that's like, go on, eat that, even though I don't want to. (laughs) It's like the little demon inside of you, isn't it? And the minute I uh, let them win, I know I'm not in the right headspace. And, you know, I might go 10 weeks without that. I might go another two days and it might happen. But when it happens, or if it happens, I know I'm not ready. And that's just something I need to
0: come to exactly. terms
1: with it, you know yeah. I think people are so afraid of admitting that they're either not ready or that you know something something is bothering them I mean I'm quite lucky yeah. now that I recognize the signs of um maybe struggling with my mental health and sometimes I don't recognize it and sometimes it does get to the point where I catch myself I'll just have a bite of chocolate or I'll just have a donut or I'll just you know which I was doing towards the back end of last year I spent three months last year eating perfectly all day and I'll finish my last meal, take my bowl down at 10 o'clock at night and think, F it, and eat a donut. Yeah. Did I want the donut? No. Did I need the donut? No. But that little gremlin inside of me were like, do it, do just it. Just have it. And it was just because of pure stress and upset with myself with other factors that I couldn't control, you know? So Yeah. I mean, I've had some time off uni. I'm, I'm broke up for now anyway until February. My head's in a lot better place than it was. Yeah so yeah. I feel like I'm ready to go but the minute I'm not then the pull gets pulled because my life I'm more than a, I'm more than just someone who steps on stage I have to be mentally stable to support my children to support my yeah. husband to work in the. you know if I do something wrong at work I could potentially impact someone's health or at worst, kill somebody if I don't recognize the sign that someone's got sepsis for example and send them off on the merry way then i have kill somebody you know yeah the yeah. minute anything slips I'm in big trouble. So the one yeah. thing that I'll have to go is as much I love it, it's competing. You know, yeah. it's okay to say you can't do it, and it's okay to have
0: other priorities. It's you know, it's it's life. That's what happens. Exactly, and exactly as I said, like just because you're not on stage doesn't make you not a bodybuilder. No, you know of course, saying? it needs to a human being. You know, it's life. Like it's the stage always is always going to be there. Yeah, and, and as a like yeah, there's a time and a place. And if it isn't the right time, the worst thing you could do is continue. Exactly that. Exactly. Uh, and some people you know. don't know when to stop, and it's sad. Yeah, no, some people don't know when to stop. But you see it all the time. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. Um, and you see people literally running their butt. Bo- like, yeah, on the surface, you probably think they're doing great, but anyone who knows the industry, you know what they're doing to their body, and you're just sitting there feeling so sorry for them that you're like how can you keep going like take the hint it's not the time go back recover and come back again stronger next year like give your body a then you've
1: got to think it's social media that plays a massive hand in that because nobody nobody dares let that mask slip on social media hell i did some stories a couple of months back where I like you know what i am struggling i'm having a really shitty time on mental health but that's yeah. just why I'm quite on Instagram at the minute. You know, that's just the reality yeah. of, of, of it. But then you see these people post all these photos and smile yeah. and say everything's fine. If it's not fine, it's not fine. If you're not happy talking about it, don't talk about it. Just don't pretend 100%. it is. Somebody sat next to you or somebody reading your post, you know, they could look up to you. They're thinking, oh, this girl's got it. I should have it. Why haven't I got it? Why, why can't yeah. I be like this? You know, it's a hard world
0: to be in. Yeah, it's a tough sport. It's a tough reality. And the truth is, you can't do it all. No, um, and I you, some people are fortunate enough to have the time that they don't like, just like you said, they don't have the job to be concerned. Where if anything goes, if they're not having a good day, it's going to impact anything. Whereas, yeah, you know, the reality is not everybody's that fortunate. No, for course. Uh, and yeah it's just it's picking and choosing what's the most important and I I just feel sorry for specifically some of these bikini girls that they're running their bodies so low and I'm like I would hate to think what your health is doing and Um, the sad
1: thing is they have to think how fortunate they are to even consider doing a competition there's some people who would pray to be able to walk on a treadmill they'll pray to be able to Eat like some people can't afford to eat, and here we are moaning about right. having to eat chicken and rice. Some people can't, exactly. some people can't walk, some people have never been able to walk, some people wish exactly. they could walk. You know, it's like what a crazy
0: world! I know it's insane, it really is insane. But yeah. no, I'm really glad that you're back into a better headspace. I'm really glad that you're excited to compete again, but you're yeah. from a realistic point of view. that yeah. If it's not the right time, you've accepted that already, but you're given everything that you've got. That's all we can do, isn't it? Hundred percent. And but by the sounds of things, I think you're going to smash it. By the sounds of things, I think you have got your head screwed back on. If that day comes, so be it. It's not the best. It's not a big deal. Um, you know you've done it before, so you know you can do it again. Yeah. Um, I mean, let's not disregard the fact that I've
1: got people such as yourself, the NFM ambassadors. I've got Jan and his team, who will pull me up when you know things are going sh- down the shitter and I'm open with you guys as always you know and some people don't have that but anybody who's going through any kind of mental health issues don't forget that there's always someone you can reach out to there's always
0: someone there who can help. 100% like people need to realize that they're not in it alone we all go through it we've all been through it and the fact that you're probably even contemplating being in the bodybuilding industry doing a competition going through a prep but let me tell you, there's not a single person who's gone through that without some sort of bad history, you know, something they're either running away from, running towards, whether there be an eating problem there that you're trying to get past. Um, whatever it is, the chances are the next person in the gym that's going through the same process as you are has been through something similar. If not, they know someone who has. Yeah, and you know, it's it, the good thing is is people are becoming more aware of it. More people are talking about it in the industry, and people are coming together a lot more, which is lovely to see. Yeah. Um, you know, but just don't be scared to approach someone, even if it's online, even if you don't feel confident enough speaking to somebody in person. You know, contact one of the NFM ambassadors, contact a coach, contact anybody. People. Some of the bi- biggest
1: support and best conversations I've had with people are from people I've never met in real life, 100%. or people like yourself who I can just dump, <laughs> brain dump yeah. on. Because sometimes it's the people that are closest to you that are hardest to chat to, because you know you but love them, they're your loved ones, you don't want to burden them as such with things. So you know. Yeah, and you don't
0: want. You also also, it sounds crazy, but you don't want the that critique from somebody on the outside who doesn't understand the industry to be like well why are you doing it why are you like as if everything is on you when yes you're doing these things but these are actually supposed to be helping you yeah you know like there's that understanding of it's not always the fact that you're running yourself down externally that's the problem um and sometimes those closest to you kind of can't see past maybe you're just running yourself to the ground yeah um, you're just tired from training that's what it is I'm most of the time you're just tired. tired take a week off it's nothing um <laughs> Eat you know up. pick your sugars up <laughs> exactly Thanks. exactly and some people just don't quite get it um and but i mean it's it it's not through bad intentions or anything like that it's just lack of understanding
1: yeah
0: um and lack of knowledge and that's absolutely fine some type but yes exactly as you said the closest people to you can be the hardest to talk to yeah um but hey that's what we're all here for exactly <laughs> for that. To Talk to. yeah right well that was absolutely lovely it's been it's been nice catching up it's been absolutely amazing having you on the podcast absolutely. i will be sending you a message afterwards because i do want to have you on again on another topic um and it would be quite good to have you on. I'll send you over what me and Aaron are going to be chatting about. So um, can your
1: ear off for a little bit more as Sucky says, Hey, get me a coffee and let me go.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But <laughs> um, well, it'd be good to yeah, get you get you back on again to have another little chit chat. Um but yeah, I shall leave that there. Um do you yeah, want thank to you so in? much no honestly it's been a pleasure um do you want to let the guys know where they can find you online if they want to see your stuff and uh, kind of sure chat?
1: so i'm not very active on anything other than instagram in all honesty because it's kind of yep. family orientated on facebook but i am hannah Elizabeth on facebook, uh, on instagram if anybody wants to come and hop along i don't post a lot but when i do it's always usually a nice little rant about something insignificant <laughs> that people like to laugh along to or yeah if you're in the market for some extremely um, unhealthy bakes, then you can follow Barbell Bakes and get your fill of uh, cakes and just from there. Yeah, and
0: I can confirm they are delicious. <laughs> but that's uh, Yeah, Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, that was amazing, doll. Thank you so much for coming yes, on, and I you. shall catch you all soon.